I used to be a very timid, negative thinker and people pleaser. Then my relationship with God changed all that around. Now I have this podcast called The Essence of Life, where I share with people about various aspects of life. For example, your health, finances, personal development, your relationships, and of course, your spirituality. And just how you can balance all of these things together to live the abundantly blessed and balanced life that Jesus came for you to live. John 10.10 tells us, The thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But I came so that you can have life and to live it to the full and to enjoy it. If you would like to know more about this podcast, please subscribe for more content on living the abundantly balanced life. Sebo, sounds good. God bless you. Have you gotten a copy of my latest book? The Essence of Life, God, Them, and Me is now available in bookstores in Antigua, at our church office also in Antigua, or on Amazon.com. Get a copy today and learn about how to live the abundantly balanced life, along with the five key areas of your life that I cover here on the podcast. My very first book is also available for purchase on Amazon and in Antigua called Walking a Two-Way Street. Stay connected with me as God continues to take me from strength to strength and allow me to have the messages that he would like to share to you through me in this time and in this season. Seba, sounds good. We're in the month of June 2023 and a lot is raving about quote-unquote Pride Month when some say that it should be a celebration of African heritage. It is now being shunned by the LGBT plus group that has claimed that the month of June is quote-unquote Pride Month to acknowledge and celebrate their sexuality. The point is, as human beings and the complexity of us being, like I have said many times on this podcast, mind, body, spirit. We have, we are a spirit, we live in a body, we have a mind, we have a soul. Um, Of course, Paul tells us that the flesh, which is the body and the spirit, are consistently at war. And, um, you know, that's just so evident in how men go about living life because of the decisions we continuously make. It's a determination of whether we are led by our flesh and our spirits based on the choices that we make. So... um, I got a video recently where a young man in Antigua who's identifying, as they say, as a homosexual or whatever he is, challenged the government because he thinks that um, there's a buggery law that criminalizes same-sex intimacy in the country. And he thinks that that needs to be, you know, no longer a thing because people need to be accepted for their personality people need to be accepted for whatever their sexual orientation is and 
and all of that. And I have made it clear many, many times on my Facebook and social media platforms that I do not say or I will not say that I hate a homosexual. I actually have friends who are homosexuals. And um, even our very church, we have um, ex-lesbians in our church. So it's very clear that as a person who professes to be a child of God and a spiritual leader, I do not say or believe that in my heart that I hate homosexuals or anyone from the LGBTQ plus community for that matter. However, I am going to side with God because there are countless instances in the Bible that condemns the act of same-sex intimacy. And um, I just want to take a quick look and peruse the book of Genesis chapters 18 and 19 respectively. In chapter 18 from verse 16, God is talking to Abraham and he's like, oh, should I tell Abraham what I'm about to do with Sodom? Because I hear the outcry in that place of the level of sin that is taking place there. And God is about to destroy it. But God says, um, you know, he's going to send, he's going to send his angels to see for a fact that this is happening. You know, in verse 21, it says um, that I will go down and see if what they have done is as bad as the outcry that has reached me. This is God speaking. If not, I will know. So God wanted to make sure because what he was about to do is destroy an entire or two cities to be exact. So God doesn't want to make any mistakes because he's not capable of making mistakes. So God ensures the accuracy of the outcry that he got. So he's talking to Abraham and then Abraham begins to plead with him and, and beg him and tell him, you know, Lord, what if you find, you know, will you destroy the wicked with the righteous? Because there might be some righteous people there. And if you could just save them. And then he begins to bargain with God as any child of God would do. If you hear God is about to destroy a whole nation of people, your heart would go out for these people and be like, Lord, maybe there's some righteous people living there. So please don't destroy all of them and stuff like that. And he kept counting and you know god is like i don't even think there's five righteous people in that country right now or in that city right now that i could save it when the two angels because he sent the two angels when the two angels arrived they actually went to lot and um obviously lot would have identified who they are and that's in chapter 19 and he said my lord in verse 2 my lords, he said, please turn aside to your servant's house. You can wash your feet and spend the night and then go on your way early in the morning. No, they answered, we will spend the night in the square. But he insisted so strongly that they did go with him and entered his house. He prepared a meal for them, baking bread without yeast and they ate because he knows that's, that's the presence of God right there. That's the angels of God. And verse 4 continues, before they had gone to bed, all the men from every part of the city of Sodom, both young and old. So that tells us that this thing was so deep that it wasn't just the adults who were indulging in it. It was both young and old. It had gone down even to the children, which is what is happening basically now where the LGBTQ uh, group community is infiltrating the children, it's coming at the children to indoctrinate 
the children and to say to them, hey, you could identify as a boy or a girl or you don't have a gender and these kind of things. So this is what was basically happening. And they surrounded Lot's house and they called to Lot, where are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them out to us so that we can have sex with them. Listen, the level of sexual immorality that was present in Sodom was <laughs> was beyond human comprehension. Lot went outside and he's like, no, he's trying to tell them, okay, hear what? You all could take my daughters instead. I have two daughters who have never slept with a man. Let me bring them out to you and you can do what you would like with them. But don't do anything to these men for they have come under the protection of my roof. You know what these men said? Get out of our way, they replied. This fellow came here as a foreigner and now he wants to play judge. We will treat you worse than them. They kept bringing pressure on Lot and moved forward to the door. And then eventually the angels were able to pull Lot in into the house and close the door and then they struck the the others outside with blindness so that they could not find the door let me tell you something you could go and read genesis chapters 18 and 19 for yourself but it's all there and and the very reason why god did that is because it had gone beyond fixing there are things that we can help people with and then there are things that we just cannot help people with. And the intention of this podcast episode is to make it clear that I do not have anything against a human being who decides to have sex with another person that is of the same sex as they do. You as a person, I don't have an issue with you. And that is just one of the sins that you are committing. So I cannot use that one sin to define who you are as a person. What I will not do as a child of God is to accept, is to accept the fact that being a homosexual is okay in the sight of God. There's no way I could do that. There is no way I could do something like that. It's not like I don't like a homosexual person. I have friends. And I've said it clear to them, I do love you. Because this is the angle that the LGBTQ community tries to promote this thing. Oh, everybody deserves to be loved. Yes. John 3.16 tells us God so loved the world. He loved every single person in the world. That is why he gave his only begotten son. It wasn't just for the righteous. It was for every one of us. That's why every single one of us have access to the love of God. But I want us to be clear that Paul helps us out in Galatians chapter 5 because he compares the fruit of the flesh with the fruit of the spirit. And he talks about the fruit of the flesh being sexual immorality, sexual immorality. That's the first one that he mentioned. Impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness orgies he listed it all there all there in galatians 5 verses 19 through to 21 i want us to understand that homosexuality um every other letter in this whole community like right now i feel that 
there's so much confusion in this whole community that it can't even stick to one thing because every is like every other year or every day someone else is coming up with a different thing that they identify as that they want to have sex with and this is what was happening in Sodom these people just wanted to have sex with any and everything and a lot of it had to do with homosexuality now it's important for us to know that God doesn't accept these things just like every other sin it's not the only sin but it is what i would say thank you holy spirit it is one of the sins that is being pushed to be accepted and this is why i want to say this if you are part of the lgbtq community and you're listening to this i believe that you are seeking acceptance from the wrong person who you should be seeking acceptance from is not the world is not another human being is not your parents is not your spouse is not your children you should be seeking acceptance from god because at the end of the day this is where it's going to matter the most mind body spirit your spirit is not going to die when your flesh dies and your spirit transcends it has an option of where it will go and one of the things i want to say is this the quest should be to go before god and to say to god lord if there have been any traumatic experiences from my childhood if there has been any cases in my life that has caused me was i raped by someone did someone molest me did i uh, get confused at some point whatever the cause may be if it is it a generational curse and there is no way that god would form somebody in their mother's womb to become a homosexual because it does not line up with his word and that would mean that god is a liar so the excuse of oh we are born with more of this than that it does not reflect god that did not happen from god it could be from a generational curse it could be from an issue during pregnancy just like there's deformity in pregnancies and things like that whatever the reason there is no way that god could be blamed and it is said that god is the one that genetically allowed someone to become a homosexual there are countless countless testimonies of people who have been a part of this community who could share the testimonies jackie hill perry is the first one that comes to my mind right now and i like i said i have ex lesbians in my church i have other people in my in my community in my family around me that i know who have gone through this and have been transformed you are seeking acceptance from the wrong person You need acceptance from God. God wants to love you. God wants to teach you what his word and his plan is for your life because he said it, I know the plans I have for you. It is to prosper and not harm you. There is no exemption of a sexual promiscuity happening in that community. There's no perfect relationship in that community. Nothing like this. 
So what does that tell you? And why is it that there's a letter that is being consistently added to this list? It shows that it deals with a spirit of confusion. And God is not a spirit of confusion. When God speaks, he speaks clearly. Do not be fooled and think that you could say that uh, you are in this, you're practicing intentionally choosing to live this life and say that you are a Christian. The two doesn't add up. The Holy Spirit has not begun to convict you yet. But all is not lost. This is not a condemnation. This is a conviction to beckon you who may be in this community to understand. You are seeking acceptance from the wrong community. You are seeking acceptance from the wrong beings. Your acceptance should come from God. And if you go before God and you said, Lord, I need you to accept me for who I am, for who you created me to be. Psalms 139 says, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. God fearfully and wonderfully made you. And there is no part of you that God cannot fix and heal and reveal to you his true plan and purpose for your life. So I just wanted to share that God came for every single one of us and he wants every single one of us to live a life of abundance, a life of balance. And being a part of a community like this is not going to give you that life of abundance that you truly need. And so it is important for you to seek God. Seek after a relationship with God. First after God, go before God. Ask him to reveal himself to you. Because I know and I can guarantee you, when God begins to reveal himself to you, you are going to be so surprised at the plans that he has for you. And that plan is not about you having to choose uh, one of God's most powerful symbols, the rainbow, and, and, and ascribe it to something anti-God, anti-Christ. It is important for us to understand that God is calling every single one of us. God wants every single one of us he gives access to us as his children. And that goes for every one of us. And I'm not just saying that you only have one sin. I want you to give God all of you. The only issue and the only reason why you may get backlash from a Christian for being a homosexual is because you are trying to promote this as something that is acceptable and it is not in the sight of God. It doesn't mean that God doesn't want to have a relationship with you and that God doesn't want to transform your life to show you who he truly wants you to be. I wish I could say it exactly how I mean it and I hope I am ministering to you. God loves you and he wants to deal with not just one part of you but every single part of you. And one of the next confirmations that this whole homosexual, LGBTQ, T plus, whatever community, I can't really say it because I don't even know how many letters goes after. The fact that they call the month of June Pride Month, this word pride, Proverbs 16, 18 tells us, pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Do not take pride in promoting the sins of the flesh. Do not take pride in accepting and pushing others to accept what God has clearly stated, has clearly demonstrated multiple times in his word that it is not acceptable in his sight. But instead, 
go before God. You may not want it. Jackie Hill Perry said, I didn't want it. But God showed me who he really is. And that is why I said to you, this is about a relationship. If you would avail yourself to enter into a relationship with God, you will be able to see how God could heal you of the struggles. And that includes sexual perversion, sexual sins, any other sin, any other weakness that you're struggling with. God could heal that and God could fill you up and he's calling you. He's calling you back onto himself. He is your first love. He is the one you want to find validation and acceptance in first. And when you can find validation and acceptance in God, your soul will be so filled that you wouldn't even need to go ahead and try to convince anybody else that they must love and accept you because God has already brought you to the place of love that you are satisfied in him. So I wanted to share that. And um, I pray that it blesses someone because you know what? We are on a quest on this podcast to live a life of abundance and a life of balance. Because a false balance is an abomination unto God. And God came so we could have life and live it to the full. So I hope this blesses you. And if you would like to contact me so I could pray with you, I would love to. I'd love to speak more with you about this situation. Because God wants the whole you not just one part of your life, not just your sexuality. He wants your mind, your body, your soul so that he can help you to live life abundantly, live it to the full and to enjoy it and to have a life of balance in your mind as well. So that at the end of this life, when your spirit transcends you through a divine departure, you will go into the spiritual realm, into the heavenlies to be with God where he will be able to give you a life like no other. I hope this podcast episode blesses you. Like I always say, please share it. Please share it. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. And let them know that God is alive and well. And he wants what's best for us. See you next time. Bye-bye.